Hello there, and you're very welcome to Poem of the Week. Hello, I'm Morgan O'Reilly, and once again, you're very welcome to Poem of the Week, Near FM's year-long series promoting poetry. The series is a collaboration between Near FM, local poets and members of the community. Each week we will be celebrating poetry both new and old, Irish and international, and published and unpublished work alongside a significant date in our calendar. This week's poem is Easter 1916 by W.B. Yeats. Read now by Ray Kennedy. I have met them at close of day, coming with vivid faces from counter or desk among grey 18th century houses. I have passed with a nod of the head or polite, meaningless words or have lingered a while and said polite, meaningless words and thought before I had done of a mocking tale or a jibe to please the companion around the fire at the club. Being certain that they and I but lived where motley is worn, all changed, changed utterly. A terrible beauty is born. That woman's days were spent in ignorant goodwill, her nights in argument until her voice grew shrill. What voice more sweet than hers when, young and beautiful, she rode to harriers? This man had kept a school and rode her winged horse. The other, his helper and friend, was coming into his force. He might have won fame in the end, so sensitive it his nature seemed, so daring and sweet his thought. This other man I had dreamed a drunken, vainglorious lout. He had done most bitter wrong to somewhere near to my heart. Yet I number him in the song. He too has resigned his part in the casual comedy. He too has been changed in his turn, transformed utterly. A terrible beauty is born. Too long a sacrifice can make a stone of the heart. Oh, when may it suffice? That is heaven's part. Our part to murmur, name upon name, as a mother names her child, when sleep at last has come on limbs that had run wild. What is it but nightfall? No, no, not night but death. Was it needless death after all? For England may keep faith for all that is done and said. We know their dream. Enough to know they dreamed and are dead. And what if excess of love bewildered them till they died? I write it out in verse. Macdonough and Macbride, and Connolly and Pierce. Now, and in time to be, wherever green is worn are changed. Changed utterly. A terrible beauty is born. Easter is the Christian festival and holiday celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead three days after his crucifixion and burial. In Ireland, however, in 1916, Easter Sunday and the week following became famous for reasons entirely different. Easter Sunday had been the planned date for the 1916 Rising to begin, but following the capture of Roger Casement and the scuttling of the German arms shipment, and a series of mishaps memorably described by Terence McSweeney as order, counter-order and disorder, The Rising was delayed until Easter Monday, but would still go on to be one of the most significant events in modern Irish history. Lovely reading there. Thanks very much for coming in. Not at all. It's a pleasure to be here. 
Tell us, Ray, what's your response to that poem? I mean, it's 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 a magical poem. It's a really iconic poem in it the is. Irish canon. What's your response to it? Well, I, I think he articulated the feelings of the time because don't forget, the populace were against the rebellion. Absolutely. Do you know? Absolutely. And he articulates that. And then he realises what has happened and then this terrible beauty happens. And that's what he does in this poem, which I think is great because he, he begins off with, you know, the part where he says a mocking tale or a jibe. So when he was talking about the first, he was going to his private club, having a yeah. laugh. Yeah. These guys, what are these idiots down the road doing? And then as the poem goes on, he talks about, of course, the love of his life, uh, Maud Gallon, who, who, whose voice grew shrill. And, and then he comes on to, would England have kept faith? Which is, is of course, referring to the Home Rule Bill. That's right. That's before right. Before World War I. And, and now it's documented that they wouldn't. <laughs> you know? So unfortunately, these guys had to do what they did, and he—I think this poem above any other—he just grasps that. He's just got it at the end. He's writing out their names now. Now they're heroes. What's his legacy? Do you think uh, for us as an Irish people? Because he's often called the national poet. Yeah, know? I think that his legacy was that he—he he had the courage to change his mind. Yeah, uh, very, like yeah, I would have remembered. My father was a school teacher, talking with derision about him because he said, "Ah, oh, wait, Yeats was no West Brit," <laughs> which he was. Of course, but he had the courage to change, and then he became a national poet, and and he, he articulated other ones. There's a great other one uh, about war. An Irish airman foresees his death. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, and in four lines he says it all. Those that I fight I do not hate. Those that I guard I do not love. Like every soldier must think that, you know. Mm. And he he was great at things like that, uh, going out. And, and, and he had the courage, as I say, to change and become the national poet. Mm. And um, this famous one when, when, what was that play on in the Abbey where he came on and people were booing? Oh, well, there was, there was twice. There was the O'Casey play or the uh, John Millington Sings that's play. Right. Playboy of the Western, Western World. World. That's right. And then the play on the stairs that's later right. on with O'Casey. Yeah. And and he 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 came on and well cases when he said it was was making fun of these guys and yeah. the other thing was making fun of us all. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, but didn't he? He strode out and I think he did. He, he had the cape and the monocle. The whole thing. Yeah, you have disgraced yourselves, yourselves again. again. <laughs> I love it. It'd be I magical love it. to be there, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Oh. Wouldn't it? But he was. I, I have a great time for him. And and as I say, I came to that through my life, uh, having started out. Heard my father give out about him, to yeah. to uh, reading his stuff and studying his stuff, and and loving it. You can very easily give out about him. You but can. You do, all the time, you do have to remember that what you're dealing with is one of the greatest poets That's of the English right. language. Never mind Ireland, I, English I language. Fully agree. I has fully ever agree. Seen. And in a very tormented time, don't forget. Oh yeah. Do you know he was saying things? I'm sure there was people who hated that poem, mm. Easter sixteen, when it came out. But he said things like that, and he had the courage of his convictions, and as I say, he did live a long life, but he's to be admired greatly, and I think quite rightly, the national poet, you know. And when we're talking about this, you're talking about this idea that he had he had the idea of himself as a national poet, you know, that's, yeah. what, that's how he thought of himself. Yeah. And for us now, when we read the words Easter 1916, I mean, it's a loaded phrase, isn't it? And it is. Immediately, it the, is. the amount of meaning... That, is. that is attached to that phrase yeah. for us. Yeah. But back then, writing, do you, th oh, do you think... It was, it, do you think he see, knew? Do you think he knew what... I, I, I think he did. I think he did, and he, he deliberately tried to make people agree with his change. Yeah. Now, it took a long time. 
I'm old enough to remember when, when the 50th anniversary of the 16 was on. Yeah. And even at that stage, it, it was iffy. Because don't forget then, that was what? What would have been? 60? 66. 66. More was on in the north, near yeah. enough then, you know what I mean? And I think that his vision came to be this year when suddenly we all began to say, yeah, let's take pride in this. Suddenly it happened and we were a nation and proud. All of that has happened now. Yeah. And it, it's come a long, long way. So I think Muldoon got it right as well in that great poem, A Hundred Years a Nation. It took us a long time to believe in ourselves. And and I think um, he, he, he did start it and he deserves to be re- remembered for that. The poem actually made it onto... Uh, the RTE, RTE did a couple of years ago. They did they a competition did. on Ireland's favourite poem and this poem made it onto the shortlist. The, it did. The that's, where, that's where I actually did got that, it. Did that surprise you? It, 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 it didn't at the time. It would have uh, 20 years ago. Okay. But no, it didn't. I, I was delighted. Yeah. I was delighted it did. Because now we were proud to read it. We were proud to look at it and say, hold on a second now. I see what he's doing. He started off with the slag of the lads himself and the boys in the club. But at the end... He, he has turned. So I think for that, yes, is the answer. It should have been on. Yeah. And yes, RTO right to make it. Ray, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Really, really fascinating chat. Um, thanks very much again for coming in. That's all. And thanks for reading that poem. Easter 1916 is one of Yeats's most famous poems and features on his 1921 collection, Michael Robarts and the Dancer. The poem concludes with the date of its completion, the 25th of September 1916, thus indicating that Yeats wrote the poem in the immediate aftermath of the events of the Easter Rising. His initial dismissive and mocking attitude gradually makes way for a searing, almost self-effacing tribute to the actions of the men and women who volunteered during the Rising. Easter 1916 is not only memorable for what Yeats says, but also for the way he says it. The date itself... Easter Monday 1916 is enshrined within the very shape of the poem on the page. The poem's four stanzas contain either 16 or 24 lines. The 24th day of the fourth month, 1916. That's it from us for this week. A big thank you to this week's contributor, our production team and everyone at Near FM, and also to Paula Meehan for her advice and support on this series. Poem of the Week is broadcast every Monday at 12 noon and every Saturday at 10am. Join us next time for Poem of the Week. Good luck and God bless. This programme was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.